0: is our illustrious King Julian, self-proclaimed
1: Lord of the Lemurs, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Hey everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of the King Julian podcast. I am your host as always, Julian. And with me today is somebody that helped me along the process in college, somebody that I really hooked up to. Um, one of my biggest brothers and one of my dearest friends from college. Um, without further ado, the guest I have here today is Jeremy Bates. Jeremy, how are you doing today, man?
0: doing well, man. Not too bad. Uh, just taking this stuff day by day, my man. How are you doing?
1: <laughs> Same with you, taking it day by day. I feel like I'm just in closing into these walls now um, with, I think we're at 200 days now with quarantine. Give or take, yeah. Like, like I'm just, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm ready to get back to life, but... We, we know we, we can't wait until probably next year or something like that. And, right. unfortunately, can't even go to the UTOU game this weekend.
0: Yeah, I know it, man. I've, I've never really – I've actually never actually gone to the game itself. What? Uh, it's just Yeah, man. Uh, just because, uh, I mean, during the – I don't know, man. I always had a hard time, like, getting tickets during that time because I think at the, the moment when we were in school, uh, they were doing the raffles yeah. for them. And uh, I guess a lot of times I had a lot of, like, uh, schedule conflicts during that that week itself. Uh, okay. um, so yeah, I always had issues like getting tickets during that time. Anyway, and on top of that, like I think I think went to the state fair like once or twice. I almost fell asleep on the road uh, coming back from Dallas because the the fried food just kind of yes. in.
1: the items you know? yes.
0: Yo, man, dude, I had to like pull over and have a friend of mine pull or drive the rest of the way. And it's not even that long of a drive, but you know,
1: no. So. I get you. I get you. And that's why I was like, I'm kind of upset that they're not even letting people into the game and the state fair is even drive through at the first part, but nonetheless, it's fine. Um, But anyways, as you can tell, we, 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 uh, Jeremy and I have some really like great memories with each other. We've been through a lot. And one thing in particular that Jeremy wanted to come in today was just talking about overcoming fears and, just dealing with those like those fears and things of that nature. And one thing is for the last, I wanna say, damn, it's been six years. Yeah, for the six years of our friendship, that's been something that's been a common denominator for us for a while. It's just breaking certain boundaries and certain fears from what we're going through. And I guess now, I guess my question to you is, you, you this has been on your mind for about, since I even asked you about two weeks ago, so I guess the question is, why has this been on your mind so much? And I guess what is something that's been telling you to do and
0: discuss about with your fears? Mm-hmm. Honestly, man, like um, I think as soon as this, uh, COVID, this COVID thing happened, uh, it, I would say that one of the biggest emotions that have been hitting people who have been affected by it, either uh, you know directly or indirectly, it's, it's just been the fact that this is an unknown territory that we're kind of uh, navigating through. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're not really sure about how contagious uh, this particular virus is. We're not exactly sure of how to operate a- around people uh, who we normally would, uh, wouldn't even necessarily care to be around at first. Like, you know, just <laughs> like going to the yeah. store is becoming a bit of a chore. Like now you're having to spread out and hopefully you're not being around people that are sneezing or coughing or doing whatever. So it's kind of like, you know, on top of the whole thing of like, it seems like the, the political landscape scape currently is being ran like a, like a reality TV show, which I won't go into too much about that. We kind of have a good idea of what's going on with that. But um, it's just a lot of, there's not, it's a lot of uncertainty going on in the world right now with just how we continue to, to go through it. And so, I mean, that to me, like that's the reason why it's been like really big on my, on my heart lately
1: mean to be like to even further explain that as well like I went to my hometown this past weekend right and I went to go see because it was my grandparents birthday this past weekend also shout out to my grandmother and grandfather for their 77th and 78th birthday Um,
0: congratulations
1: thank you I know and it's blessed to have them still in my life but that'll be a whole podcast I can go through but anyways um and I had to get tested for COVID right before I went. Now, granted, I, I I still don't like the process. It's annoying in itself. But I got tested just to make sure that I didn't bring anything to them, you know? Um, both of them are at risk. Both of them are above 65 and both of them have pre-existing conditions. So I'm not trying to give them anything where, you know, I would have the fear of like, have bringing something to my grandparents not knowing it, and then all of a sudden, I could be the reason why they pass away, you know? And- I- Even then, even in Beaumont, where it's not even as much of a coronavirus cases or spread as it is in Beaumont, even then, like I had to go and grab some last minute ice cream and stuff like that for my grandparents. And I'm in Target, and the lady behind me sneezes and coughs and gets a little too close to me. And I'm just like, I I can't. I I simply started fearing, like, you could be the reason I bring that home. And I'm even at my hometown, you know? And I just, like, I can't. I, I can't be around that. And I agree with you on that because I haven't been so fearful about going out because of everything that's going on. Because we still don't know what's going on, even though that they have started trial test runs of the vi- vaccine now. Like I, We still don't know enough about it for me to have the fear, I mean, to know exactly what we're doing. Right. And even now, like again, we're not going to try to jump on the political chain right now, but with Trump, like how he's trying to say, oh, it's been fine. he went over the weekend. He was seemingly fine, had health and all that. And then today, which we're recording on a Tuesday, he's looking like he's about to pass out
0: at any given second, having a conversation with somebody, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And- it. It's just that entire thing, man. I don't, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know if they're playing it up to him to be like this, this superhero. Yeah. But, yeah. You know what I mean? Who's able to tough it out. And I mean, it's not to say, you know, one thing that I think people are starting to, depending on your, your, I guess, perspective on, on politics or like, I guess, whatever party you, you affiliate yourself with or whatever, uh, which, you know, for me is a little bit more like loose. I'm not, I'm not like constrained to just one particular way of thinking, but, um, the way that I look at it, I'm like, we have to consider like, uh, the privileges that he does hold himself being, mind you, the, the, uh, the leader of the free world has can at, at any at any given moment can get whatever he needs. Right. The man was able to take, you know, be helicopter out from where he was from to wherever he needed to go and he can get all the testing in the world. But then you think of people on the other side of it that don't have even work, don't even have health insurance. You know right. what I mean? Like it's it's like, yeah, I mean of course he's supposed to survive. Like he has every bit, everything that's given to him, given all the tools that needed to get through it. But everybody right. else on the back end that doesn't, they don't get those privileges. Like, I mean, a majority of people and just in the workforce alone lost their, their jobs and their entire way of living is, is completely changed. And I mean, you don't even think about that though. You know, it's like, Oh, well no. just to get like a ploy to get more votes or whatever. But I said, I wasn't going to get into politics, but that's about as far as I'm going at this point. But, <laughs> but, but you know, it's, but, but it still plays into the fact of like, what in the world are we going to do? How are we going to get through this? Right. Like, Um, I think the biggest thing I've noticed too with like this whole fear thing that I've been kind of on lately is like, you know, like I said, like people have lost jobs. It's kind of placed you in a position, like now you're being forced into a position where you have to confront certain internal battles that you that you may deal with that may not that could be hidden by just working. You know what I mean? Now you're in you're in the home with maybe your significant other. Like, you know, you and your 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 girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, you know, whoever your partner it would be, you may have issues that are brewing up within both of you. But now that you're in confined spaces and you can't leave, now you, you have are, like, to address exactly. them. Yes, exactly. You're forced to kind of to, to go to something like go to a place that you're not used to, that you're not comfortable with. And I mean, that's, that alone is it's, it's enough. And on top of that, like with even going back to get a job, you, you can't the job market is getting a bit tighter now you know now it's like oh well we're going to be very specific with who we hire like you have to have a lot of experience or you have to be able to have some sort of you know a, a be willing to go out of your way to travel or whatever yeah like you're, you're, you're risking to
1: have to make sacrifices to exactly.
0: work exactly yes. right exactly so i mean you're you're really going through just this you know, it, you're really testing yourself. Like, you're really going to a point where, like, you have to go through some things to grow. And, I mean, it's it's scary, man. Like, you know, nobody wants to, like, do things that are uncomfortable to them. But one of the beauty of it, though, what I, I think of, you know, is at the end of the day, like, you know, I don't want to sound cliche or anything, but if you're able to get through this, like, push through, find whatever way of stream of income you can make some, you know, make money and take care of your family or just take care of yourself, like is a, is a win. And you should be proud of yourself for that. Cause you know, it's, it, this this shit's not, we're not used to this, you know, it's just a lot. So I mean, but you know, I feel for those that, you know, that are currently dealing with like depression and, and you know, different little ang- battles with their anxiety and stuff like that currently, like, I mean, you, it, it's a lot to take in. So, I just want to give you know what I mean give everybody this the hope that look, look you take this you take this every take this one step at a time every no, single day.
1: Yeah, you know? I agree with you, and I completely, utterly agree with you. And you know, I one of the things, and I'm gonna be a little transparent on here. Like, I had to battle with my depression again at the beginning of this. You know, like you know, it was my 26th birthday. You and I and a couple of my friends were celebrating my birthday and celebrating pre-birthday on the 14th. And then find out two days later, Austin has put down, you know, their stay at home orders, you know? And so I was kind of like, okay, I, I still was able to celebrate my friends. This is going to be a good year. I'm still going to have the high road. And then all of a sudden I never will forget 11 days later. And like we talked about it and we called about it. You talked to me about it. Um, I get a, Email first thing in the morning, not even from my work email, my personal email saying, Hey, you've been let go without no hesitation, no warning, no, hey, we're going to do budget cuts. It was just in the morning, 40% of the team that I was on got uh, lost their jobs, right? Right. And for me, I was one of those people that was worried about how am I going to make money? You know, how am I going to be able to navigate through all this? So all the anxiety from that was building up. And Dealing with Texas workforce commissioning, trying to get unemployment, everybody who's listening to this and who's dealing with them, I completely understand why everybody is freaking out because you're just sitting there and I had to wait three months, three months until I got a check. And I'm just like, it's ridiculous. Like people have to pay money. And if it wasn't for me having a savings account, which is, which was almost completely drained from this, I wouldn't have been able to float, you know? Yeah and being uncertain and like you said i was going through in and out of jobs not jobs but interviews for about three and a half months until i got the job at realtor which neither here or there but until i got to this job that i have now and i'm so blessed that i got this job but i'm like sitting in the back of my mind like you said wondering how many people do not have these leisures right who are probably six months in still wondering where they're gonna get a job at, where they're gonna be able to live there next. And one thing that really broke my heart was the fact that in Houston, um, there was a judge who basically cleared out killing I mean not killing, but evicting people, completely evicting thousands of people out of their homes and leaving them out on the shoot to do what they can. And now Houston has one of the biggest homeless, homeless populations now like it is in Austin. Right. And it's just it's so heartbreaking to see that. And then on top of that, like you said, being secluded in your home my depression kept eating at me and it kept eating at me and kept eating at me and you know back in last year we talked about it I felt like my I could tame it like I could be able to control what I was going through and deal with my emotions at first hand now that I'm stuck at home and there's nothing to wrap my mind off of my depression it's like hey boo I'm still here and so it's been a it's been a constant battle since since my birthday and now i can honestly say like learning and trying to help navigate through all that it helps a lot that you know i can be able to now find ways to actually combat it actually address the demons that i have in my mind now right it's like like you said i can work it off i can go get some fresh air and go do what i want to do now it's like well you can't really go outside unless you want to risk that. But also at the same time, like either whether whether or not you're doing that, you have to work from home and your demons are working with you right there as well, you know?
0: Yeah, so, definitely. How are you um how can I ask like how do you um, what are some like some some things that you've been doing personally to kind of um keep like combat those issues that you deal with? Like, there's are like any things that you do, you give yourself like affirmations in the morning Is there like a certain, like, do you, have you developed some sort of like uh regimen, like a daily regimen to kind of like combat it? Like what, what, may I ask kind of like what your process is? Yeah, absolutely. So what I started
1: doing, I would say about two weeks ago was start like giving inspirational calls to myself, you know? Okay. Um, I it sounds so high schoolish, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Like, you know, back in high school when every day like something bad happens, somebody would put an inspirational quote or a Bible verse on there trying to sound so philosophical and shit. So right. <laughs> like even giving myself those kind of pep talks, you know. Yeah. And it's been helping me a lot throughout the day, just knowing that hey, you woke up, you still got your bed, you still got an apartment with lights on, you still like have people that care about you and love you and Right. No matter what happens, they still have your back and they'll be able to help you with all that's going on. And that kind of helped me navigate through it, really, and helped me dig deep inside myself and be able to find that self-love that I was looking for. You know, that's one of the biggest things that I guess, you know, was the biggest things for myself. My depression was just not thinking i was good enough and right with that being in mind i feel like for a while like the fear of failing right and that's why i kind of like had to learn like hey it's okay to fail it's okay to navigate through certain things and push through it and le- learning that these last two, almost 200 days we've been it's been absolutely amazing and i feel like that's what helped me a lot
0: yeah i'm happy to hear that bro for sure like it it's kind of um, it's kind of one of those things that I try to do. I try to do it like uh, I'm not as consistent as I should be, which I work on. But um, it's another thing I I do too, because I like I said, I think you and you've known, and I think people that are listening don't really know me as well. But um, you know, something that I faced for a long time is is really being depressed. It was like definitely during college, um, that feel that feeling of inadequacy, yeah. not feeling like you know you're able to like I me. Mean, come on, like uh, this being like, and I'm not saying this to everybody's, you know. Uh, feeling when going into college but like when going leaving the high school and being like you know really high up in the upper upper echelon of a student like really good grades very good socially so on and so forth when you you know you get into college a big college like when we went to um you're just you're meeting everyone of like you and at that point it's like oh well how do i like how do i stand out how do i stand out right exactly and i think for me like that and not really truly knowing what I wanted to do with myself it really kind of played a, a big factor in how how I you know kind of navigated college for a long time and that's where I went through that really dark place of trying to find like solace and like like just this really negative bad just bad things like having you know watching pornography like that was one of my biggest that's something I still kind of face myself currently is like just that issue with with going into that like separate world. Like, you know what I mean? Trying to like, it's, it's kind of like how people, like some people play video games. Like you'll see some people like maybe dealing with some things, but they'll go play video games for hours Take on hours, hours on end. Yeah. Right, and it's cause they're trying to find a separate world to get away from the one they're currently in, which is not always, you know, very, if it's not taken in like pieces. Moderation, yeah. If it's not exact, thank you, moderation. If it's not taken in moderation, it becomes destructive. So like I think one thing I've noticed too with like um, what's like a it's it's just like this things like that like I think one of the things that I try to do now is like fall forward if okay. if you if you happen to like find yourself into a place where you're you're going down that path of destruction that you know that you're falling into do something that will grow you so for instance yeah. if I have that urge of wanting to go watch pornography go work out like leave like get out of the house go work out for an hour, or go read a chapter, but get out of that area where you're at.
1: Do you okay. see what I'm saying? So like, yeah, now the
0: cool. thing about it is like, well, it's not, it may not be perfect. Like I may not be doing a diet and, you know, working on a, a. a what would you say? I wouldn't have like a a a progressive regimen with working out, but at least I did something that would benefit me better outside of watching that one you know that little few minutes of pornography right and okay that's one of the biggest things that i think too like when you feel yourself getting anxious or or depressed reach out to somebody like reach out to a, a somebody in your community that's close to you like i know you can reach out to me anytime if you ever felt like it and i can do the same for you and i know that like if i just like sat down and talked to you for like 20 minutes i'll feel i'll feel better and i'll move on with my life and on like so with that i grew with a friend Instead of like digressing myself, like falling back into, including
1: into yourself and right dealing and swelling inside of your demons, you actually resourced and
0: outsourced to somebody. Okay, exactly, and like you and you just like that's just you you like you do this. You have to do this every, like daily. You have to make your trick your mind into not allowing it to be manipulated by the things around you that will push you to it. Like I know for me, like social media, I. You know I don't like – so. you know I don't like social media much. Yes, you don't. Like, I barely post anything. Like, I deleted my Facebook early this year, which has been great. <laughs> I, I have an Instagram. <laughs> I only have Instagram now. Like, I barely post on it.
1: And you deleted yeah. your Twitter uh, – well, not deleted it, but you barely oh, post on your Twitter now. Yeah,
0: Dude, I probably have three Twitters, but I don't. I probably <laughs> post it, like, ten times. Honestly, it was for, like, college when, like, they were trying to do the – I think it was, like, a Victoria's Secret Party – like and you for that, or, yes, I remember yeah. we both did a
1: tweet for that. Yes.
0: Yeah, that and that if we were doing something for like uh SOB, so Student African American Brotherhood our our organization in in college. Um but I mean, yeah, Twitter is Twitter's too much for me. But I knew that for me like Twitter, like, you know, for me social media is that big um, accountability tool. Like regardless of like I said, you like you see with the whole uh cancellation culture thing. Yeah. Like people are afraid of putting something like uh, their opinion online because they know later on, like ten years later, somebody may pull it up and hold them to it. You know, hold yeah. them like you, know, you have to face the repercussions for it. Like, say for instance, like with the whole Kevin Hart situation with the, you know, hip his son were to have had a gay son, yeah, hit him with, yeah. right exactly dollhouse, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's you know you're held accountable to that that statement even though it was who knows how long ago. And but it's I, like fearful, like, damn, like, what do you?
1: And I feel like here in this world, I feel like that's the biggest, one of the biggest fears that most of us in our generation have is this idea of fear of being canceled, right? And yeah. especially with the social media world that we have now, it's just, it's so much about having this persona and not having that persona tarnished, right? And right. one of the things that really, kind of dug deep into this sorry gonna do a slight plug uh one movie i mean one documentary that i watched on netflix was the social dilemma and it talks oh, yeah. about like how that shapes society now and such a great documentary if you haven't watched Absolutely. it. but like for for me and i agree with you on that because one thing that i i really been watching and literally been listening to is just how people have been navigating their social media life and trying to put on this persona and I guess when I started doing my podcast work um, about two years ago when I was trying to like do use it as a term of like keeping myself occupied, I was trying to basically be, what's the word? I call it PC Julian is the word I'd use where I wouldn't really have any true answers. Wouldn't have really opinions or anything like that unless it was about comic books or video games. Right. And now as you saw from last year i've become more open with myself and not neglecting that i mean like, not neglecting that fear because i don't think i'm neglecting it i'm embracing that fear of me being open and honest with myself and being more open about what i'm going through being more open about the struggles i'm dealing with is right. my truth and i shouldn't fear about getting canceled or anything like that or fear of like somebody ridiculing me or basically making fun of me because of what I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for sure. I had to learn that like two, uh, last year, actually, it took me like five or six years to try to help navigate that. But it took me till last year for me to be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to be me. And right. that's all I can be. And it's, it's such relief to realize that. And I tell that to anybody who's listening now who is, kind of worried about themselves. If you're being sexist racist, turning anybody down, anything like that, okay you're, this this comment's not for you, but if you're basically worried about opening yourself and basically talking about things that bothers you or you know that just wants to be open and have a dialogue about like like say for instance, uh, one thing I was trying to talk to uh, my brothers about was just how you're doing. you know it's not hard to just explain how you're doing and just just being open about that and not being worried about people ridiculing you about that and if they do then you realize that that's not somebody that should even be in your circle in the first place or you should mind to but i feel like like you said i it it kind of bothers it bothered me a lot for that fear of you know having a social media platform but not not being my true self because I was worried that some people are going to be like, Oh, he's too soft. He's always right. emotional. He's emotionally unstable or he's going through all these things. And it's like, yeah, I was that at one point, but now I believe that like we talked about a couple of months ago when we both were going through it, I'm getting more emotionally in tuned with myself. And mm-hmm. because I am, I am comfortable at talking about demons that I deal with emotions that I'm dealing with. Right. And so, I agree with you. And one of the biggest things that I'm still dealing with now is social media. Because it's not even now the fact of my social persona. It's now about um seeing things so much. You know, um, again, we're not gonna try to get political, but like what happened with Ahmaud Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, and what happened with the recent guy, I can't remember his name, and I'm so sorry that I don't remember his name. There's another guy who just got shot by a police cop in Texas, you know, and You know, there's so much of that content out there that just showing what's going on and how that's being navigated through. And sometimes, like what happened with Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud earlier this year, it just drains me. And I have to learn how to pull myself out of that because at some point I get depressed because it's like, oh, wow, that could have been me. Like with Trayvon Martin, Trayvon was my age when he got shot and killed, you know? And it's like that could be me. And I start dwindling and putting that in my mind. They started letting my demons kind of manifest that and basically just talk about how like some, any kind of situation would happen, you know? And yeah. I feel like that fear is something that also is like tapped in for me as well. And it's something that I've learned that I have to navigate with as well. So,
0: yeah. And I, man, I give you, I give you a lot of props, man. Just the fact that you've, you've kind of learned to, to, um, to kind of point out what, what exactly you're dealing with. But even like too, man, like I've noticed that you've taken very good. You've been doing very well with like doing practical steps, like even like this, this podcast, I can only imagine <laughs> the amount of like, you know, I know you've been wanting to do it for a long time. And the yes. fact that you're now currently doing it and you're in the baby step stages of four, four episodes now, man, but this is a win. Like, you know what I mean? It's a micro win and it will continue to be a win for you because it's not only like, It's instilling in you that, like, you know what? Look, I can do it. I'm more than capable of running my own little multimedia platform, you know, not only, like, having my YouTube channel but having a podcast. Like, a lot of people can't even say they have one of those things. You have multiple. And, you know, if you continue to, like, push at it like you've been and allowing yourself to just, just kind of be within that process, bro, I really do truly believe that, you know, you will grow to be a lot bigger than what you are now and you're gonna be so much more like in like more peace and more peace with yourself and you know um and god will you know really he will bring favor to you you know your life you know just because you're just naturally a, a giving and loving human being and like the what you're doing man i'm telling you it's great stuff man so i really do want to give you enough props for that thank you for that yeah bro yeah man I mean for me too like that's that's one of the things I'm having to do this year. like this year for me has been a lot of tackling um, of fear for me like I know for, for sure like one of the most th- one of the biggest things currently is dating. Yeah. I, okay. Back then I would not date for um, would not be intentional about dating and courting you know back then it was more about like you know who can you sleep with uh hang out with and not have much of a connection with you just kind of just spending time with people. But like, I mean, this year, like I started a relationship with somebody like last year, we started a relationship with somebody and uh, we've been together now for, we've been on and off here about, we've had a few times we stopped dating, but we've been pretty much together now for about a year and three, four months.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's,
0: it's, it's a, it's been a journey, man, for sure. I've, I'm very thankful so even like you know date someone at, at the at the uh, magnitude of who she is she's just a, a beautiful person inside and out like she's done nothing but but continue to try to support me and and just love on me when I needed it and you know you know continue to like instill in me that that courage of like you know look you can keep come on you can do it like don't don't get down don't get don't lose focus so on and so forth man so that's that's been big for me man so I um, you know I'm really thankful for that but you know that was a big thing for me man I was I like being by myself I'm used to just spending <laughs> my time by myself like so if if I, say, I can I can get I
1: can I can co-sign on that if there was one of our friends in the friend group that was about my personal piece and not anybody messing with that piece was definitely you and for you and I was gonna say hindsight looking at you now for a year and a half I'm a year and some change how you and Austin have been growing together it's been it's been really interesting, you know, and yeah. seeing you go from the guy that was just like, "Whoa, whoa, commitment," I, I'm, I'm not worried about that right now. And for right. you to go into this, this different person and actually like, you navigating through your feelings and navigating how, you know, emotionally you're in tune with like Austin and your relationship with her. It's, it's been such a great journey to be with you on. And I was just gonna ask you for you specifically if you want to go into it what helped you or what aided you to jump out of that fear of like wanting to be in a serious relationship with somebody and getting to like actually get Austin like the try and continue to develop that relationship that you guys have
0: oh man um <laughs> I had spent a lot of my my time um with a a couple of my really good friends um and my friend d and my friend chris both of them i knew from from ut uh they're both currently engaged and going to be married getting married here next month um i have spent a lot of my time with them being that kind of third wheel it's very odd right because you spend <laughs> you don't really want to like go out of your way to spend time with them but like i've i've grown like but like the time i have spent with them man like they've just kind of you know, really being able to be with, with them and be just in their presences and seeing how they interact with each other has been really, really awesome, man. Cause I, um, it's just really healthy, very, they, they, they work off of each other so well, they're just perfect for each other to be, yeah. you know, my, my, you know, my opinion. So, uh, but like seeing that and then like, you know, having my time where I would date on my own, bro, I honestly, like. I mean, I ain't gonna be honest, like, I'm going to be real. Like, I was doing the Tinder and the Hinge and all that stupid shit. Like, honestly, it was just. <laughs> it was a waste it, of time. Dude, it wasn't working out, bro. I, I have story. I have a lot of funny stories from those things. But, like, to be honest, like, it wasn't outside of just those memories. They weren't. It wasn't healthy. No. And uh, it wasn't really doing much for me. But, like, I, I really felt like like I was growing into that point of, like, I don't think it's time. I think I need to, like like, try to be serious. You okay. know what I mean? I can't keep living like I was when I was 21 till so I'm you know, I'm 28 years old now. Like, you know, I'm getting ready yeah. to be 30 years old. I mean, we're still young, but you know, we have to start, we have to progress. We you know, should be you, making moves to help grow
1: ourselves in the next decade.
0: Yeah, if you if you if you were if you're the same that you were five years ago, then you're waste, you wasted five years of your life, and I can't waste more of my life, you know, because I think like you know, two years ago, I just barely finished undergrad. It took me a long time to get out of undergrad, but I finished it and it was time to get out of that headspace to something else. So living on my own, taking care of my own stuff, like, you know, you know, getting, navigating that. Now it's like to that point where now I'm like, you know, hey, it's time to date somebody. And, uh, you know, I, I, I met Austin through a, a mutual friend of mine, uh, our friend Jordan, his, his previous uh, girlfriend. Uh, she she was close oh, okay. with, with Austin, yeah. And she kind of like it was like I think it was my birthday weekend or something like that. She had uh, met me at the restaurant before everybody else, and uh, she was like, "Hey, you know what kind of girls are you into?" and so on and so forth. And I you know I got of gave her like a little general list of what I knew, <laughs> and and I mean uh, so she brought Austin to the party that night, and uh, you know from there we kind of we kind of hit it off really well, and you know from there we just started dating and. Um, yeah, man, it was just we've just taken this stuff a day at a time, and honestly, we just you know, we've it's hard for me to see myself with anybody else. You know okay. what I mean? She, she's just yeah. been like that good to me, so hopefully, I answered your question. I went a little off on attention. I hope but-
1: you went on attention, it is completely fine. You, you okay. did answer my question, you helped me because cool. one mm-hmm. of the things is, and I, I was talking to this about my brother as well because he's in a dating, he's still dating, and he's trying to navigate his life and navigate through you know fears of trusting people and things of that nature. And one of the things that I will never forget is like when we when we had our conversation um last year and I told him like you you gotta open yourself up to be vulnerable to people. You know? Yes there are gonna be there are going to be people that when you open up to them they're they're gonna come in with thorns. You know I, I I call it that. They're gonna try to hug you and you're gonna realize that they're not there for you, but they're right. trying to take whatever they can out of you and use it for their benefits, you know? And right. like I told him, like, yeah, it's gonna hurt sometimes. Like, going through the dating phase specifically in the first year of college, in the first two years of college for me, like, I agree with you. The worst dates I've ever had was off Tinder and Bumble. And I have stories on stories on why I will never do those shits again. But anyways. Right. Um, but once you are able to find somebody that's going to be able to, you hug and you're like, wow, there's no thorns on this person. Okay. And you're able to go in and be yourself is one of the things that is very a blessing in disguise. And I tell that to everybody, like that's something that comes into play Mm -hmm. and learning how to trust people and learning how to like, just give people that chance to grow with you. And you will find that person. Yes. You're going to find some bumps on the road. There are going to be things that comes out and it's just going to be like, wow, this, I, I, I did that, but I realized what I don't want, you know, and with that trial and error, you will be able to find that person that you're going to grow into. And that's going to help you grow the way that you want to grow. Um, And sometimes not even the way you want to grow, but the way that you should grow. And I will emphasize that because that's what I was dealing with. And so, with that in mind, going off of that and kind of spinning it, not spinning it, but kind of segueing it to what we're talking about with fears. One of the things that I guess you and I both were dealing with was that fear of basically commitment, even though I was in relationships throughout our entire friendship and, you know, mm-hmm. her learning to like grow and be in with people. One of the things that we always talk about is just fear of being great, like we talked about earlier. Um, when it comes to, like, let's say, for instance, your job or something with your personal projects, and, you know, we talked about working out, but that's not, I I think we both can agree that that's something that you're not, like, wanting to pursue, pursue, like, not a goal of yours, right? So, right. with all the personal goals that you have in life, when it came from, like, your college, like, right now you're doing graduate school and you have other projects on the side that you're doing, what helped you get over that hump of like just saying, yeah, this is an idea. Now it's, well, let's put it down, pen and paper, and let's get the ball rolling. Like what helped you jump over
0: that? Um, I would say that um, being being intentional about what you do, who you spend your time with, okay, what you're doing specifically, how you kind of manage your day. Just in, within like you, you have like that one goal in mind that it, that that distant goal that you all we all have developed with ourselves. And I mean, for me, uh, understanding intentionality is 100 is percent like the way that I have always been able to have been able to get to that point, like, for instance, with graduate school. I had to be intentional about wanting to go to graduate school. Like it took me a minute to get there because I was like, well, what do I want to study? But now I want to do, you know, counseling. Right. And um, you know, I'm wanting to do more like counseling for like, uh, for more, for black and Brown males specifically, if, if I can get to that point, but um intentional about like, well, how do I get to graduate school? So let me surround my, let me reach out to my my friends out at student African-American brotherhood, the national network, um, Dr. Bledsoe, um, he connected me with a mentor or a a friend of mine in that organization who would reach out to me every week. Hey, man, what do you have? uh, What are your goals for the week? I line them out to one. And I'd make a Google sheet. I, you know, would line up all four or five of my colleges. Like, did I get this document done? Did I do this, that, this, that, and the other? intentionally spend time intentionally put myself in that space of like, okay, yeah, I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in graduate school. I'm going to be in graduate school. Like there's nothing else going to tell me no. Cause I think for me, like I think specifically that really kind of pushed me there too was like work. I was drained from work. I'm used to working two, three jobs at a time. You know, it's just, I, I, the fact, man, I honestly, look, I give all the props in the world to people who do, manual labor any multiple jobs man that shit is tough it is it, 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 you just you know you, toughness, and you just, toughness you 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 basically dedicate your entire life to working for somebody yeah. else and i'm just like dude nah i need to like feel comfortable with like you know i need to go after something that i feel like it's going to benefit me well and not only do that but you know make my my heart grow and continue. I don't know. Just, it, it's going to lead to something bigger and a bigger purpose to it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I yeah. think one thing was like that being drained from what I currently was in, but also just surrounding myself with those who would push me to be intentional about my steps going forward. So like, you know, now with like any other projects or things that I want to consider doing now I have to like, you know, um, it, it's big for me just to like, kind of like put in certain times of my day, like schedule it within my day. Like now, like, hey, if I want to get better at this particular, like if I want to get better at reading about, um, if I want to get like good at politics, you, you're you going to have to read up on politics a little bit, make it like a thing that you need to like take in. So like, so like instead of like spending time on like world star or whatever, like what, you know, whatever you're into cool, please don't, don't let me bash Feel like I'm bashing anybody. But like, you know, instead of doing that, that isn't helping me get to that goal. I have to replace it with something new. So like, Hey, so like, like I said, fall forward. So if I feel myself drawing myself I want to watch TV for three or four hours a day, I'm like, okay, cool, let me step away, read, read, just get it out of the way. Like, go read right now, like, don't even think about, it. you know what I mean? Now you're like, okay, I got an hour of reading in for political science or whatever I'm trying to get into. Like, I'm like, okay, cool, now that's that's growing to something, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, being intentional about it. Um, uh, One of the biggest, I think the biggest quote that I've been prov- a quote that that sticks with me currently is like uh, which was given to me by Dr. Bledsoe that I mentioned earlier, it was like uh stay ready so you don't have to get ready you know I'm what I'm saying like quote
1: this past weekend,
0: yeah, dude, look, I mean that to that was a simple to the point, stay ready so you don't have to get ready, like if if i'm if i'm afraid of going out into social situations and like interacting with people in business you need to be reading up on business before that you need to be on yeah. it you know what i mean they're not going to be perfect of course you're not i mean it that's a fool's goal to be perfect you're not ever going to be perfect but the fact that you take those steps to like prepare and get yourself like your process to get to that point you'll feel comfortable going in a social situation talking about business you know what i mean if i'm yeah. in, if I'm actually taking the steps to really be like learn how to build websites, if I'm taking a, if I'm taking it upon myself to watch YouTube channels, if I'm taking it upon myself to listen to podcasts, if I'm actually sitting there on that website for three hour for thirty minutes at the minimum to like one or two hours, I'm I'm preparing myself for that greatness that's going to come, you know, and that's that's yeah. the thing too, continuing to remember that. It's gonna get the, you're gonna get there like it, like running a marathon like you you're not gonna it's hit not the sprint yep
1: yeah, it's not a sprint. yeah you're not gonna hit marathon.
0: the finish line immediately it's it's gonna take a minute but remember but continuing to remember like like if you're running a marathon you're not you're thinking about getting to the end of it you're not thinking about oh well, what I ate some bad cabbage two weeks ago like some bullshit that don't even apply you're thinking about getting to that finish line like you're gonna have to knowing that goal is in mind, like you just continue to be intentional about your steps. Like, so before you got into that marathon, you were watching what you ate. You were going, you were training yourself. You were, you know what I mean? You were giving us, you bought yourself some, some running shoes. You did whatever you could to get yourself prepared for that moment. moment. Yeah. Right. But and you have to be intentional about just going for that that gold you know what i mean yeah i get you i get you cuz that's one of the and
1: i guess that's one of the things that kind of helped me a lot and peggy back enough of that it's something that i've been really like dealing with for a while cuz you know like i told you one of my things was I wanted to do a personal podcast because I've been doing a movie podcast for the last two years now and it's starting to grow and it's starting, we're not making a lot of money, but we're starting to make a little bit of change and we're starting to start picking things off and learning like, okay, this is what we need to do to like grow the platform, you know? And, you know, I started doing that now with this podcast and like what I want to do with my next goals and things that I have planned for the end of the year, which I would love to share, but just not now. Um, is that I had to put those goals in mind and stay on the mindset and realize that everything's not going to just come to you offhand. Everything's going to have to slowly grow into something. And doing the movie podcast and seeing the slow grow, because I thought, oh, we're going to be an instant hit at one point. And realizing that, bro, that's not how that works. But seeing as it's, growing and people are you know asking questions about things that I say about the podcast or you know movies that I explain or movies that I review they're like wow okay I didn't expect you had that idea I would down to listen to more movies that you're looking into and Mm -hmm. having these kind of conversations was something that I started realizing about myself and being like that was the end goal it's not about the money it's not about the fame it's all about like I wanted to inspire or let people understand what I wanted to explain about movies. Right. And I want to be able to have conversations with that. And with this podcast, like now, like you were saying earlier, I, my end goal is for this to be not just an experiment for myself, but just an inspiration to others, you know, like for people to understand that, you know, Hey, yeah, you can be okay. You can be fine. There's things about, Things, there's things about the podcast that's going to slip. There's going to be things that you gotta like be interesting about, or not interested about, but things that you're gonna have to tackle, right? Like my first episode of the podcast, I didn't expect to talk about like my relationships and how they grew me. And to be honest with you, I didn't expect to talk about my depression today in this episode, you know. But right. you know, learning to take those in full stride and learning to take those and say instead of being so like okay I'm just gonna internalize it I'm just gonna just go into my shell I'm gonna try to knock it off I'm gonna try to breeze it off I take it in like you said fall forward and be like you know what I'm gonna use this as an opportunity to talk about it and address it and yeah wow have how has that has helped me so much and with you being talking about that I'm using that as a way to like slowly grow where I want to be and being able to do other projects and other personal things that I want to do because at the end of the day, like you said, it takes patience and growth. You you I feel like a lot of us are worrying for the next best thing. Like we gotta get this million dollar thing happening, we gotta get this million dollar job done, or this like quick get rich, quick schemes. And I'm not knocking anybody who has done Forex, I'm not knocking anybody who's getting well off your trades. Do you? That's that's between you and however you get your money, but like for people who are like grinding and going through like, you know, like my cousin's doing soaps. Now I have friends who are trying to do clothing lines. Like you will have to start from somewhere and seeing somebody from Beaumont, I saw it this past weekend, going from five packages, sending on five packages a week to now she's doing two to 300. And that was two years ago. You know, you always have to start somewhere. And that's one thing that I had to learn with my fear of just jumping into the bandwagon is you got to start somewhere and the only thing is you can only go but up yeah. you can only go but up and i i started taking that and my grandfather started asking me that and he was just like you you got to realize that this is marathon not a sprint and you always have to be ready So you don't have to get ready because of some things that, again, I can't explain on the podcast yet, but things that I was trying to do and things that I had in the future that I planned for people to see is like, you got to be ready for that. And so I'm getting to that point.
0: No such thing as like losses at this point. It's all lessons. You know what I mean? No losses, but lessons. Like you're going to, you are going to lose. Sometimes you're going to fuck up. On You're going to, you may record an entire episode, and something fucking happens out of nowhere, and you just you gotta work through you gotta work <laughs> yes. through it, you know what I'm saying, but you knew like hey, I need to be better about it next time, or like some shit of who knows man like life has a way of doing that to you man like for sure like um I mean for yes it's just it's, it's 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 very unpredictable, man, but all you can do is just do whatever you can to prepare for when that time does come, you know Cause when you know you you said once you've taken those times, you've taken those lumps, you've done whatever you can to, um, you know, get to your process, like get through your process, man. Like, you, um, you'll get there, and it's gonna teach, and you're gonna know right what you need to know exactly. You're gonna know exactly what you need to know when the time comes, when the time comes, yeah, because I mean. you're, yeah, exactly. You know, what I mean, that's that's it, bro. It's like that's the biggest thing about for for me with fear. Like, I know for me, like now the biggest things I have coming up for me now I want to do like, you know, I'm, I'm starting my actual program this, this next, uh, here in two weeks for counseling. All right. So yeah, dude, I'm excited, man. I got all A's going through, through my, uh, little certificate stuff. So, you know, I've proven to be a, you know, a solid student, man. I I can still do it. And and, now it's just about embracing the challenge of becoming a counselor, getting myself in the mind state of like, I'm going to become a counselor. Like it's going to happen no matter what, I'm just going to, I'm going to get there. And I mean, uh, so there's that, Uh, the whole social media thing I'd mentioned earlier, uh, I'm I'm planning on hopefully changing my entire uh, profile up on Instagram to like kind of cater it to fear and a tackling fear. So I won't go into a whole bunch of details, but just know that it will be something that's going to bring me out of my own comfort zone you know what I mean, and I'm gonna yeah. try to hopefully learn to document it a little bit, and just be—I need to be able to show more of myself. Like I think I've—I've I've kind of kept that here and with <laughs> close friends. Yeah. So I'm—I need to be a little bit more open and 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 vulnerable, like you had mentioned earlier. Um, that and man, um, you know, I don't think that much else going on, man. Just taking everything else going day by day right now, man. I, who knows? Like, Lord may bless me with an opportunity here soon, and. I have to just tackle it. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, dude, I mean, this is a tough, this is, this shit's tough, man. COVID and just life in general now is just very, there's a lot of information going around everywhere we're getting. So that's wearing us out. Us being, me you and me being black men, the things that yeah. happen within our culture itself with police brutality and, and just how, you know, just the things that are not really necessarily working for our communities, man, Is it's, it's wearing on us, but, there's no sense in like us, like locking ourselves down. Like we have to just, we have to continue to see it through and, and push through, like no matter what the adversity is, you know what I mean? So yeah, man, that's, it's about where I'm at right now, dude. Um. Wow. And so wrapping all that up together, cause you literally,
1: you know what? I just want to say this is why we're best friends. Like we're really like your big brother, little brother. Cause like literally you wrapped up in a way that like, I didn't have to say anything. Like I would say, The same concept, like you always got to put your foot forward, and you know, yeah, life is gonna come with ups and downs. Like you said, there's I've on the manate on the manate talk podcast that I have. There's 53 episodes that will be on by the time of this uh, by the time this episode is posted. There's been about 10 episodes I can count 10 that will never air on that on that show because of many things that have happened. Right, and learning through that and. Formulating through that helped me grow to this one. And like you said, there was something that happened on the second episode of this podcast. And I was like, oh shit. All right, here comes. Wait, I remember how to fix this problem. And I've remembered and I used that to help me navigate through that. And like you said, I've it's all about growing. And for people nowadays, whether it's going through COVID, whether it's going through you know what black women are dealing with, with with regards to Breonna Taylor still not getting justice or with Meg Thee Stallion and how I will not mention his name on here so he doesn't get any clout, how he's basically benefiting off of this, you know, and right. how, you know, there's just so many things going on in this community. The best mm-hmm. thing that I would say, even though I'm speaking out of privilege here, is for us to take it in full strife and move forward and fall forward. Exactly. Um because at the end of the day, I feel like fear is nothing isn't going to do nothing but succumb to us. And it will it will do nothing but harm us. And I feel like specifically now at this point in my life, I can say I've you have to acknowledge the demons that's in the closet. And once you acknowledge them and you are really and you're willing to move forward with them and attack them head on, things will open up for you in many different ways and yeah, man. I just i I thank you for telling saying that in a way better way than I could, Jeremy so oh no,
0: no, hell, don't don't even <laughs> say that dude. no, you did exactly what you need, you said exactly what you needed to say and how you said it bro don't don't even don't even discount what okay. you just said, man like it was it was good, man, my biggest i think i think i I just started of that the quote that uh, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate, our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure, I mean, everyone okay. is listening to this you know uh, what is this one or a hundred or a thousand whatever like I mean you're you're created to go to a great place you're 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 created to be greater than what you currently are you know I mean we not we all want to get to that that end goal we all want to get to that one big place right but you you know you're just going through a you're just going through a, a step right now but you keep, you have to keep going forward. You know what I mean? You are created to be greater than where you are now. It's like this, this, this podcast is, is created to be, you know, after four episodes, who knows this thing may go to 5,000, 6,000 episodes. We we don't know what happens going forward, but it is created to be greater than what it is currently. And that goes, you know, anybody, man, like we're, you know, just for that, that one, um, I don't even know, man, like just like a rookie and like a, that's trying to somebody in college trying to go to the NBA or the NFL or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, you're just taking those steps, man. Take those steps. If that's where you want to be, man, you're you're destined to be greater than what you are. And so you just continue to push at it every single day and, and try your best to just fall forward. And, and if you do happen to fall off, man, look, it, it happens. Welcome to it. Like, welcome to life. Life's not meant to hand it to you. You know what I mean? As much as, You know, we see people who get all those privileges that we don't necessarily get. Um, Understand that that comes with a price. Yeah, Those people are out of touch. They don't even know anything about like, like just for people that have like a lot of money growing up. Like they don't know nothing about having to to grind. Like people that don't have it. They wish they could have that, but they don't have it. They got to go. Now they got to find a way to get better to grow themselves to be better. You know what I'm saying? Just like when we're, you know, we may be poor starting out. We we want to be rich or whatever it is we, we strive for, man. Like we just continue we have to continue to we, we want to push to be better. So you have to go get it. Like yeah. and that's it's just gonna take it's gonna take time. It's gonna take patience. It's gonna take a lot of just test in this life. It happens, but you, you will become greater. You have to continue to remember that you will be greater than what you are.
1: And you will be better. And I appreciate that, Jeremy. And um, I'm going to say on that note, I would—I guess that's a wrap. And I appreciate that for you, Jeremy. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for opening yourself up. And I am looking forward to seeing what you're going to do for your for your Instagram. Honestly, like see your journey and growing as a counselor. I'm so ready to see everything that you have going on for you, Jeremy. So I just want to say thank you and I appreciate it. Um, you if you that. want to, I'm going to give you the opportunity to. Did you wanna share
0: your Instagram or your what are the three Twitters that you have? If you want to oh. <laughs> uh, if you wanna add me on Instagram, let me find it because I don't even know my name as much as I am to on there. Uh, let's see, dude, I know man, I'm terrible. Uh it's I M J underscore Bates. So uh I A M J underscore Bates. So B-A-T-E-S. I M J underscore Bates. Uh, that's my Instagram handle. Ah, uh, don't have a Twitter. Don't look for me on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you, he's not on. Yeah, Facebook. it is. You know, whatever. But if I do, well, I will open it up to like say if um wherever I can like speak life into anybody. If anyone is going through a, a, a some sort of a trauma, uh, you know, just in their life, if they're depressed or really highly anxious or anything like that. If if you need someone to pray for you to to just kind of speak life into you, whatever, feel free to reach out to me some way. And we can try to, you know, get you, get you connected to someone. Uh, Hopefully when I get into that point where I'm able to connect people to counselors and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, I'm just here to a listening gear. So whatever, if anybody needs anything, please feel free to reach out. And I'm willing to give you that time. But um, yeah, man. I thank you, my man. I really appreciate. I was nervous coming into this shit, but we got to the end of it, and I am thankful. So you know, you
1: you sound like you've been doing this for a while, man. Oh
0: man, hey, stop it. I'm
1: just saying,
0: hey, welcome anytime. I'm gonna
1: let you know that now. You're welcome anytime. Looking forward to just see you grow, man. I, I am, and thanks, brother, and all of my listeners. I will definitely say, just take what he said and if you want to follow him and just talk to him about anything that you're going through, please. I am underscore, I mean, I am J underscore Bates and you'll be able to find him. but that's all we have for tonight guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with us and I'll see you guys next
0: time. See you guys later. Thanks brother. Oh, wow.